Movie Maniacs. Welcome to Five Movie Madness. My prediction for this podcast, pain. I'm your host, Matt, and I have two other movie aficionados with me. Introducing first, he's number 16 in your programs, but number one in your hearts, it's Joe. I'm number 16? <laughs> sort of replacements. Oh, all right, I get it. And he's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. It is Corey. That's true. All those things are actual factual statements. Right on, guys. All right. Way to quote our topic. Um. <laughs> you, I, had, I had it ready to go, and I lost it the minute you said it. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't know I was getting teed up. I know. Yeah, right? Uh, catching you off guard. So if I'm wiry. Got it. <laughs> May the force be with you always. Sorry. That'll work. Um, if you haven't guessed it, and you probably didn't, our topic for today's episode is movie threequels. Threequels are the third in the series of works, so there's a little bit of leeway interpretation with this podcast. But uh, Bear with us. Bear with us, exactly. First, we've been watching a few things, um, so it's time for everyone's favorite segment, What Have You Been Watching? Corey, what have you been watching? I have only really been re-watching things, um, stuff I can't really talk about because of what happens after this and the, the weeks uh, leading up or after this, I should say. Uh, I have continued on the procedural grind of Criminal Minds. Um, cool. A main character has since died and maybe she comes back. Who knows? It's a she. It wasn't Mandy Patinkin. Now I know. Mandy Patinkin doesn't. Never mind. I know you finished <laughs> Blind Manor. I did finish Blind Manor. That was the only other thing I was going to talk about. Matt's just like, let's get to the thing I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, the only other thing I have to talk about... I just want you to forget, because I know you did finish I did, yeah. Um, so I watched a bunch of Criminal Minds. I watched a bunch of The Office. I've been doing a lot of work, like working late. Okay. So I have to have things on that I can't really pay attention to. Background shows. Exactly. Um, but I did I did finish Bly Manor, and um, the best 20 minutes of that entire series happened at the end. What, the, the reveal in the last episode? I got the reveal leading into going into the last episode. It, pretty, it telegraphed it. it. It telegraphed pretty well. But there's a moment where um, the gardener is sitting down talking with um, Flora. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's beautiful. And, and it kind of reveals itself to not actually be a horror anymore. And when you look at Blind Manor as not a horror show, it becomes a lot better. This trouble is it's called The Haunting Bly Manor. Correct. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and there's ghosts in it. There, yeah. I mean, she says it right off the gate. It's a ghost story. But it's not a ghost story in, like, the horror paranormal sense, like Haunting a Hill House. I mean, it's it's a love story. It's like Casper. Right? Yeah, this is... This is a, it. It's a, it's, a, it's, a gothic, it's a gothic romance, is what this is. So it's a dark, sad story about love and loss. Stone it. Bring it back a... Bring it back. Bring uh, back a uh, reference that some people may not get. Exactly. Uh... Four? Four? For Blind Manor? That's kinda high. Okay. It is it is a little high. The the ending, I didn't like it. I don't blame I don't blame anybody who says I didn't. I going into the final episode, mm-hmm. I was like I am what was it? Eight episodes, nine episodes? No, I think ten. The ten? I think. Okay, so I was seven episodes in and was like, This is gonna get a two. I saw the lore episode and was like, This episode alone gets a gets a stone. So now we're at three. So you like that? You like so they did this in the first season too. If anyone hasn't seen it, they have one set story going on, and then the episode before the finale, they go 
back in time and try to tie up loose ends and so they set you up for this epic finale then you're not going to get anything into in the next episode and then the the big stuff happens in the following episode yeah i think that's going to be the thing going forward i agree i um, think that this one would have lent itself more to quick cuts back and forth where we were following the story sure um so like almost as if they were going in unison um doing a lore dump feels like an like it feels like an extra dump it feels like what it is so that was a little annoying but the story itself was really interesting i like the way it was shot um I love the Plague Doctor outfits. I love, like, actually getting to see the utility of a Plague Doctor outfit. I've always seen them, and I was like, those are just weird, creepy things. Like, why would... Why is this a thing? And then, like, you see him, like, take off the mask, and you realize what is inside of one of those things, and you're like, oh, shit, they actually had a purpose. It's pretty cool. If the first season for me, if, if that's five stones, I'm going to give this one a low three. Did not also fair. Okay. Also fair. I'm a little. I'm still a little bit higher on Hill House. I thought that was a as close to a six as I'm going to give. Sure. A show like that. Um. We rated things out of six before, guys. It's you still, know what? I, I, I'm just laughing, thinking about it. Like people, are like what? What does that even mean? What? what what's the scale out of? Why would anybody do something out of a scale of six? Infinity it, Stones went to six. It made sense then. We're um, nerds. Makes sense now. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I'd give Hill a six, so I gave this a four. Cool. Um, again, I, I'm, I'm gothic romances, sad tragedy, that's, it calls to my inner emo kid, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with it. Right on. Is that it? That's it for me. Joe, what have you been watching, bud? Other than Mandalorian, which isn't really gonna be relevant for me to talk about at this point, because... Did you watch this week's? Not yet. Alright, cool. No, so I'm, I'm two episodes that. in. Yep, For those same. of you listening now, when the season's probably over, or <laughs> yeah, close right. to it, it's been good so far. I'm not going to say much more about it, because it's old news at this point. Yeah, man. Episode 2 was good. Yeah. I wish Episode 2 had actually dropped at Halloween. I wish they had pushed it back a week and had Episode 2 be New, uh, Halloween Eve. Because of the monster-like creature. Yeah. It just mm. felt it felt like they like hit on so many Halloween themes, creepy crawlies. Those things straight up look like the facehuggers from Aliens. Yeah, those spiders were creepy. Yeah, they yeah. were. Didn't like it. They're like squid face-like, too. It was yeah. weird, man. Ugh. Gross. Very gross. Super. And I watched uh, Borat subsequent movie film. Uh, did I not talk about that last time? I don't think you did. Mm. I did watch, I watched beforehand. that a couple weeks ago, yeah. It's free on Prime, right? It is. It is. Included with Prime. That, it wasn't as funny as the first one. I actually like it better than the first one. Okay. I don't... I don't... Okay. Go, no, go ahead. No, it's fine. Go, you go ahead. I don't like the first one. Fair enough. Did you watch the second one? No, but okay. I think I'm going to. Just I think so you should. It's, I have FOMO. Yeah. I think it's a better movie than the first one. Like, it is. This movie has like heart to it. It still has funny moments. I, 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 Borat's a little hit and miss for me. Like some jokes really hit, and a lot of them are like, okay, this is the same tired shtick. I get it. But like, it shows you the worst of humanity, but it also shows you a glimpse of like good humanity, yeah. while at the same time being satirical and funny. I I enjoyed the hell out of it from like a politically active human being's sure face. I, I can see how you would. Um, from the teenager that saw the first one and loved how like the stupidity of it, I'm like I missed that part of it. But yeah, I mean it's still good, yeah. and the ending the ending is fucking unbelievable the ending's great yeah it may be the best the best ending of ever of any movie ever it's fucking spectacular that's called build up yes <laughs> i'm sorry it, it's also not true it's definitely me being sarcastic but the fucking ending of that movie is so good 
I appreciate the artistry of the movie. It feels like a weird thing to say talking about Borat, mm-hmm. but like he had a very clear goal. He got it. And Sacha Baron Cohen's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I just forgot that that was Sacha Baron Cohen. I'm like Borat's a person. His he did a, a speech right around the time that the film came out, where he um he explained like what what his characters do. Like people like say that his comedy goes too far and his comedy is whatever. And he's like. Yeah, but my comedy is legitimately meant to, like, show off inherent inequities in people and, like, biases in people. Oh, yeah. And it works. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's an effective tool. Yeah. For so, sure. I mean, that's... It's, in, it's, in, it's insane how smart that man is. I think he's got at least one doctorate. He may have two. I'll believe it. Really? Yeah. Having, having not researched it on my own, I believe no, I, I know. I know for a fact he's got at least one doctorate. I believe it's in political science. And that's how we got a, a lot of his okay, yep. high-end, like, important politician people on the Ali G show. Is he would write these, like, really well-written, eloquent letters. And then they would show up and it would be Ali G. Yes. <laughs> and the guy, he would write these letters to people saying that, oh, I want to have a sit-down conversation about such and such and, like, outline the actual policies and just show that he knows what he's talking about. They'd be like, yeah, absolutely. They'd show up and it would be the Ali G. And some of the funniest conversations on the Alley G show are exactly like that. That's all I got. All right. What did you watch? I re- me and my wife rewatched the first season of Hill House. That's the second time for me seeing it. It's very good. Did you need to pick me up? No. Okay. <laughs> Which episode is the best episode of Hill House? Five. Is that Bentnack? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty epic reveal. The only thing I didn't like about the first season is the red room being the room of requirement. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't care for that aspect of it at all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, and um, I watched the movie Quiz Show. I've never seen that before. That is the only movie nominated for Best Picture for 1994 that I haven't seen. And uh, it came up on a podcast I was listening to. It's about the, not the cheating scandal, but the fact that a certain trivia game show was rigged in the 50s, I want to say. And, a Dozen Dollar uh, Pyramid? No, it, it was called 21. Um, Catch 21 with Alfonso Ribeiro? No. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm done making dumb jokes. Catch 21 is a great show. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not done, by the way. The, <laughs> it, it's the fact that uh, there was a champion on the show, and then he was told to lose because somebody else that was a little bit more better looking, a little more charismatic, and a little bit more of a well-known guy was going to beat him. And so this guy takes a dive... And then this other person becomes champion, and the executive producers are feeding him the answers, like, before the show. But there's nothing saying that... They can't do that? They can't do that, right? Because they are pretty much... They pretty much do what they want. There's no, like, set rules for game shows. But then, like, the there's a government regu- uh, uh, a subcommittee that's um, investigating television. So this guy catches wind of it and he starts investigating it a little more. It's very interesting. I wish the movie came out now or in the past 10 years because I think they could have done more with it. It feels very 90s, even though it's set in the 50s. And I'm like, they could have done a much better job with this. Good so, cast, though. So this is like a... Is it is it a true story or is it... it... Is a true story. Okay. They okay. do take artistic liberties, but it's but it's like a, it's not like a documentary about no, the situation. No, no, okay, no. got it. Because it also like the the plot line also sounds very much like a McMillionaires. What was the name of that? Uh, McMillions. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very similar to that. Also, Slumdog. Somewhere, somewhere in the middle of those. 
Sure. But um, John Turturro's in it. Ray Fiennes. Um, Ray Fiennes was big mid-90s because he had the English patient sort shortly after this. Then he kind of like went away for a little bit and came back. But uh, very good movie. I mean, it's it's worth the watch. Um, I just wish it came out more recently. <laughs> <laughs> candidate for a remake they could have done better with it but it's like i don't even know if you can remake it because like there is a big reveal in it i, well, won't, yeah, spoil it. Know. I, I won't spoil it for you for you here but uh they the reveal in the the 94 version of the movie the only re- version that exists isn't done well enough like i had it it's done too fast so i, I did like a double take wait i'm like wait what rewind <laughs> yeah and i had to go back a couple of minutes and i'm like oh wow okay this puts a whole new spin on things, but yeah. So, is it streaming somewhere? Uh, no, I had to rent it. Okay. Two ninety nine. Got the standard definition. Yeah, ninety four. That's that's fair. <laughs> you got to make that call. Exactly. I've been doing that with topic with movies for next week's topic. Sure. It's like standard definitions, fine. Yeah. It's gonna I'll have save to a be. buck. I don't need it. Yeah. Gonna have to sometimes. Well, that will conclude what have we been watching. Now we're going to enter in the list reveal portion of our show. So how <gasps> this works is we will go around the room revealing a selection from our list one at a time. We'll go in descending order, 555, 444, and so on. If somebody reveals a movie on their list that is also on someone else's list but further down, we will table that discussion until the later part in the show. After all of our lists have been revealed, the madness portion of our show will start, and we'll get into that when it is appropriate. Yeah. So, Joe, three equals. Three equals. Number five. I'm prepared. Start us up. All right, I'm prepared for the looks and the groans, because I decided that number five, over a movie that I think is undeniably a better movie i decided to make number five a movie that i have more fun with i went with rocky three that is my bubble nice it just missed my bubble wow it is my bubble closer than i expected it to be (laughs) uh it's oh no you go first rocky three it's it's not it's not the best of the franchise which would have been huge and would have definitely been higher on my list if it was but it's a very iconic movie in the franchise we get eye of the tiger in it you get the Apollo Creed Rocky training together. You get the freeze frame ending. Yeah. Mr. T. Get Mr. T. Hulk Hogan in a very bad beginning of the movie, which really hurt this movie's chances on the list. <laughs> but <laughs> it's so good. I have so much fun watching Rocky Three. I don't care that it's not the best Rocky. I think that outside of the original Rocky, this is the most Rocky movie. I think Four is probably more of a Rocky movie than... Three, but I think you could go either way with it. For, that's for fair. me, I always think of this one because I mean, he's so on top. He goes all the way down and has to fight his way back up. Like that is so he does it. So in Rocky Four, no, that's fair. Actually, something happens yeah. to him, then he has to start training. In this, he gets knocked down and has to climb his way back up. So the Rocky franchise is my favorite movie franchise of all time. It is the franchise that got me into movies, sparked my love of movies. I've seen this, that's the bubble movie I've seen over 50 times, and I will definitively say Rocky Three is the second worst of the franchise, but there's only one bad movie in the franchise, but it's a damn good franchise. You think Three is worse than Six? Uh, yes. I like Three better than Six, but that's, you know. Six has the fortunate 
um, while being of coming after five. So anything after five is going to so get... It's automatically a step up because <laughs> they put Rocky back in the They ring. retconned five. That's pretty much what six was all about. Yeah. And it kind of like... Because the franchise well, does ended... Does it retcon on, five or does it redeem five? It retcons it a little bit. Okay. So wait, five is the end of the... Five's a street fight. With Five's Gun. a street... Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Five is, like, the ending of, like, when they were making Rocky movies in, like, a very yeah, short That's the original run of Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they take the big, the big go-away, Rocky Six, which they called Rocky Balboa. Didn't Rocky they? Balboa. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And that's the one with the the inspirational speech that everybody loves to quote. No, yeah, that's four. No, no, no it's six. It's the, life's not all sunshine and rainbows. Oh, okay. It's yeah, not yeah, hard. Yeah. Okay, I, I was there just is, thinking if is... I can change, you can change. Yeah, it's no, on every it's on every training montage you see now on YouTube and whatever and apps TikTok you get if hype. you're on those. I never realized that was a huge quote. Okay. It's big. Oh yeah, it's, it's huge. Big. It's everywhere. It blew my mind. All right. I'm glad or we me, got here. Or you or, lo- or anybody. He's got here this on his life. Was um, that in the courtroom? No, his, his No, he's son. talking to his son oh, on the okay. street in front of yeah, his yeah, restaurant he... called Adrian's. That's <laughs> of course. Right. Why yeah. not? One thing to franchise does now is it kills off your favorite characters off screen and it's weird like adrian dies between five and six paulie dies between uh balboa and creed so it's like yeah i don't like it oh yeah at least mick died on camera he did die on camera and apollo and, and apollo in three actually mick yeah. dies on camera yep. yeah it happens right before the first fight which is why apollo decides to train him yeah. i think apollo decides to train him just because he wants one more shot at rocky <laughs> right that's pretty much. Well, it's after, Rocky at the top, so he can take him down. After this, you owe me a favor. That's true. <laughs> dang, dang, <laughs> dang, dang. Yeah, but uh, Rocky is a great movie franchise. It and sure is. Three is number five on your list. It Glad sure we is. We got to talk about it, Corey. What's your number five? Uh, I went a little, uh, went a little crazy with this particular pick. I think all the rest of them are more what you guys would expect from me. Um, I don't expect to make anybody else's list and i don't expect too many other movies in this genre to make anybody's list so i wanted to include at least one national lampoon's christmas vacation no you're right not on my list i saw it online technically it is a threequel it's the third vacation movie third vacation is vegas movie. the second one no it's What's the second european yeah, oh, okay vegas is way I, down the line i don't know the order of the it's movies. vacation European Vacation, Christmas Vacation. That makes sense. It's a very funny movie. I just look at all those movies individually. I never look at it as like concurrent. I I, I totally agree with you. Um, but because it does technically count, it is technically the third. Sure. Um, and I, I don't expect there to be a ton of comedy on this list. So mm-hmm. I figured it, it'll be nice, nice change of pace. Some of the funniest, most memorable lines in the Vacation franchise come from this. Shitter's full. It's the it's cousin Eddie, man. It's cousin it's, Eddie it's, is, is is in his peak. Steals the show. Yeah. Um, I've you, seen most of this movie. Yeah, oh, you, it's outstanding. You get a lot of reference. Like, there's a bunch of um, Christmas commercials that come out well right around now that always reference this. There's a, the Geico one where every time they flash back to the other guy, he's got more and more lights and whatnot up. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely a reference to how all all out. Um, oh, the Griswolds. Yeah, yeah the Griswolds yep. go. Yeah. No, it's it's really funny. It's I love funny, yeah. When he finally gets the Christmas lights to work mm-hmm. and everyone's outside admiring it and his father comes up and goes, Oh, those little lights aren't twinkling. He's like, I know art. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> 
just the fact that he's like freaking out about it, it's all because the light switch on the inside of the house is, is turned off. Like, yeah, it's it's good. It's by no means is it the best threequel of all time. So, oh, absolutely not. It's, it's that's why it's number five on your list. Yeah, you're not trying to say that. No, I know, but it's just it's it's enjoyable. Clark talking to the little girl at the table when he's like, uh, have you been a good girl this year? Ah, shit and bricks. You know you shouldn't talk like that. I'm sorry. Shit and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, clever movie. Love it. Yeah. All right. We're going to get ready to table one because my number five is Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Go ahead and table yeah, that. We can fucker. table that. Okay. Joe, what's your number four? Number four. Number four, I feel like it's, I'm going to be surprised if it made your guys' list, but my number four is Goldfinger, because it's the third James Bond movie. Close. Very good. It was close to be... It was, really? it was, it was on nice. my list, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It is the quintessential Bond movie. It's got all the things... It's got him strapped to a table while the laser slowly approaches. It's got odd job. It's got, I don't expect you to talk, I expect you to die. It's all the of, tropes spawn from this movie. It's it, excellent. All the tropes spawn from this movie. I was reading an article about it. Um, recently, because the recently deceased Sean yes. Connery is in it, um, and one of the best, like, comments in the article was like, this is the first James Bond movie where the James Bond formula all coalesces and makes, make like, makes a complete movie. Like, you don't, like, there are parts that are James Bond in all the other ones, but this one they, like, put it all together and it all works really, really well in Goldfinger. Are the first two Doctor No and From Russia with Love? Doctor No is the first one. I think or is it so, Doctor I... No and Thunderball? No, th- I think Thunderball is the fourth one. Okay, then it's got to be From Russia with Love. Yeah, I will double check just to make sure. That does sound right, though. I know Doctor No is the first. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Doctor No and then From Russia with Love. Gotcha. And then and then here. Thunderball and then Her Majesty's Secret Service is somewhere in there. George Lazenby. Oh, is that a George Lazenby? I thought yeah. that was a Connery. Never mind. Connery is Bond for four, right? I think he did seven. He might well, have taken a break in there, but I think he did seven. There's total. one unofficial okay. Bond movie called uh, You Only You Only Live Die, once. die Twice. Yeah, you Only Die Twice. Live, I think. Something like that. Yeah. He does Diamonds Are Forever. Yep. Who's the love interest in this one? What's the uh, punny name? We, we oh, had? what is her name? <laughs> I haven't. I didn't watch it. Rewatch it okay. for this, but I will tell you in a second. I don't think it's Pussy Galore. I don't think so either, but that is a... This is an Oc- Actually, it might be. One. Yeah, it might be. That's a Connery one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Pussy Galore. It was Very Pussy good. Galore. Played by Honor Blackman. All right. Yeah, I'm not a big Bond guy, so next week's list, spoiler, it's going to be really tough, but... Uh... <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, no. I guess it's a valid entry. I-, I saw it on a couple of lists online, too, so... Uh... It's the only... It's ironically... Pretty much the only early Bond movie I've seen, so it just worked out perfectly that it was the third one. It's like, great, it can make the list. Oddjob's my favorite um, video game Bond character in the show. Everyone games. who was Oddjob was so cheap. Because he got the hat. I know. But the you hat. need the hat. Also because he's so short in the video game. You yeah, know, you can't, well, you can't that's Knickknack. No, Oddjob. Oddjob's super short. Yeah. But Knickknack is like the... I don't remember there being a Knickknack. ...quote-unquote little person in, the, in that, and he just runs around and... Yeah. You it was always a lot dark? easier to aim up than to aim down. Yeah, very true. So. Oh, yeah. Well, odd job was so hard to hit. Corey, number four. What do you got, bud? Uh, I tried my hardest for the rest of this list to stick with um, true third-in-a-row movies. This is the only one where I did not. Uh, I did Avengers Infinity War as my number four. 
Okay. Which is why it is so low. It's kind of a third in a row. No, there's twenty something movies. I mean, it's like, a third Avengers movie. In it's a row. third Avengers movie. <laughs> yes, but it's I I feel I tried really hard to do it as in like actual thirds. This one I was just like I'm not. That's not gonna work. It mm. is a third movie in yeah the you, Avengers. You so. do you. It's your list. Yeah. Um, what can there? What else can be said about? Infinity War that we haven't said in some point or another. So top five MCU movie for sure. Well, some people haven't heard us say that. I guess that's true. Um, I love the the way that this they built a universe over twenty something movies, and it all comes crashing down on them in this three hour. Right? It it cracks three. Yeah, hours. No, it's like two, two and, and a half. half. Yeah. In this two and a half hour spectacle, we've watched them whether win handedly or eke out a victory in every other conflict they had been up to this point and we finally see them lose so we have to deal with the repercussions and the emotional distress that that causes i mean this movie is it's big it's powerful it's emotional it's it's a wonderful it's a it's the start of probably the biggest payoff in cinema history it's up there yeah yeah i mean it's it's crazy how good this movie is it's a really good movie it it, it's somewhere i think probably around eight or nine for me fair in threequels or mc in threequels yeah yeah Oh, actually, probably both. I really didn't include it. I don't think of it as a threequel, but I, I get the argument. I mean, it fits. It's a third Avengers movie, yeah. but it, it's it's it was tough for me to do anything MCU just because there's it was so it's so it's so messy. Yeah, because a lot of these movies have third movies. Mm-hmm. It's not the real third movie in the series. Like it's it was one of those ones where it's like I, it's I a easily, technicality. Yeah, I easily could have if you had said no, I had something ready to plug in in the spot. Well, I mean, I'm. You would have to get something very wrong for us to be like. I understand no, that, Corey. But like, this was this was as close to. You'd have to have been like Avengers twenty twelve. It's like <laughs> no, Corey. <laughs> bad, bad, Corey. I'm very much a believer of if you can justify it, yeah. so it's your list, man. That's why we got the vetoes, but we'll That's get to true. that later yep. on. That's true. All right, my number four might be a table for you. And that is Ocean's Thirteen. Table it. I had okay. a feeling. All right. Table it. Jesus. What is this amateur? For fuck's sake. Ocean's Thirteen. So what was your five? Was Christmas? Okay. Interesting. Let's see where this goes. I think I know your top three, but okay. We'll see. Um, I haven't got to speak about movies yet. Joe, what's your number three? Keep on keeping on. You'll get there. Uh, I have a feeling we may table again. Sure. Uh, my number three is Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. We tabled it already, yes. I'm just saying, like we oh, may, okay. oh, yeah. we yeah. may where's, retable. Where's your... So wait, what if it's it, higher than three what for are you? you? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and table. Okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> go, ahead and, go ahead and table that. Um, Corey, what's your number three? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That is a slight table. Table. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So up to my number three. Not sure if it made either your list, but I hope it did because it's a real fun movie. Toy Story three. Nope. Toy Story 3 is the best Toy Story. It is. It is. I agree with that. It is a contender for top Pixar movie. It was an animated movie nominated for Best Picture. That is a... It's not a first because Beauty and the Beast was also nominated for Best Picture. But it's a rarity for sure. It certainly is a rarity. Um, I wish they stopped at 3. 4 is... I still haven't seen 4. 4 is okay. I enjoyed 4. I enjoyed 4 more than I thought I would. Um, But I went into it with that... um, Bob's Burgers gif running through my head where he's putting on the jacket and be like, fine, but I'm going to complain the whole time. Yeah. Because uh, I was real mad about it. <laughs> I was so mad that they made a fourth. 
I didn't realize they made a whole bunch of memes about Toy Story 4, but I should have known that. No, no, it's Bob's Burgers meme. No, but I mean, yeah. like, it's, it's, a it's about Toy Story no, well, 4. It, no, yes? it's a general meme. Oh, okay. It's just a yeah, general yeah. gift. Yeah. Like, whenever, like, you okay. don't want to do yeah. something, you're like, mm-hmm. fine, but I'm going to complain the whole time. Like, Spongebob, I'm going to head out. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what, like, what was running through my head the entire time, because I thought that they had the perfect ending. It was emotional. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is, if you're going to end a series like this, this is the way to do it. Andy playing with his toys with Bonnie one last time is like, it's such a beautiful thing. The toys are getting so much satisfaction from it. It's like, I don't know, the whole franchise, it's like, I saw the first one when I was like seven years old and like, I loved it. And like, you kind of think in your head as a kid, like, is that like what toys do? Like, like is that a thing you start closing your eyes open one quickly you'll get the toys and then in three it's like wow what what happens to these toys when like the kid gets older if if they can talk they really explore that um them holding hands like accepting their fate when they're when they're in the uh incinerator heading towards the incinerator dump it's great being saved by the claw is like you're like having an emotional moment then you have like a stand up and cheer moment by the little green men in the claw that's like such a perfect thing yeah Ah, uh, the, the voice acting's incredible in this. Uh, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen as the main two. Then you had Don Rickles, I think, for that one, as Mr. Potato Head. Was his last? I think he wasn't around for four, I, I don't believe. I think they, but, but my understanding, I know he wasn't around for four, but I think what they did is they took all of the audio of anything he had ever done and, like, piecemealed it together. That's cool. So that it was his voice in four, which is why he didn't have as many lines. That makes sense. And the in the Toy Story movies, they have to do certain things to escape from certain uh, areas. The escape from daycare is the greatest thing they've ever done. Yeah. With Mr. Potato Head um, putting his parts, like, outside and, like, putting them in a pita. <laughs> like, that's genius. That's, <laughs> like, like, so good. I love that movie from start to finish. I'm glad it, it made my list. That's the only animated one on my list, and uh, yeah, Toy Story 3, right on. It's a great movie. It just didn't hit hard enough with me to make the list. Sure. But it's definitely the best Toy Story. Absolutely. It's so good. Joe, number two. Number two. I wonder if we're going to be tabling again. Uh, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade is my number two. That is also my number two, so we can talk about Perfect. it. Perfect. I, I think my... we have the same top two, but we'll find out. Well, we'll find out. Number one is going to be interesting. Yeah. Okay. It is. So Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. I had never seen it before this. I watched it for this. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, a ni- it's a nice. Uh, never mind. Yeah. It's very good. It's so good. I can understand why people have it as their favorite Indiana Jones overrated because I still love Raiders, so I'm not sure which one I like better, but they're both really good. I, as a child, preferred this one. I saw this one first. I saw this one first as well. Yeah. Um, I watched Raiders all a couple years later, and I was like, eh. I don't really like this one. I wish it was more like Last Crusade. And then, as an adult, I grew a much bigger appreciation for Raiders. But this one is just fucking fun. Yeah, Last it's Crusade so leans fun. more into the fun and like the the comedic aspects of it. With Connery and uh, oh, what's his name? The uh, the guy who owns the museum. I mean, his name is Brody in in the series, but Brody, I don't remember yeah, yeah. what his actual name is. That that works. Brody's good. Yeah. He, uh... This is one of those rare moments where, like, the third is, argu- I mean, is, is arguably the best. Is arguably the best. Like, Not it, as rare as you think. A lot of people make that claim, but I, I got a list true. of a bunch here where I feel that's, the third is the best. Actually, fair. 
That's really, really fun. But y- y- I think that this one is better than Raiders, yeah. definitively. Raiders started it all, and people normally rate the first one higher before that reason. But it's uh, this is so much fun. Yeah. Indy going through the trials at the end, too. The Pentelet Man shall pass, the Leap of Faith. Oh, that's great. Spell his yep. name. <laughs> yep. It's yeah. like Jehovah's with a G, not a J, or whatever it's it is. It's an I. Yeah. yeah. It's an I. That's yep. It Steps to the J. Oh! <laughs> um, you chose poorly. poorly. <laughs> I never realized that was from this movie. <laughs> yeah. Because that's so such good. a, not a meme, but such a such a quoted thing in the world. I was like, that's from Last Crusade? For real. The cup the, can't pass the seal. The minute, uh, like, the minute I woke up and I saw that, like, I got, like, the notification from, like, whatever news source that Sean Connery passed away... I, like, got up, made my coffee, waited for everybody else to wake up. Everybody else comes into the comes into the kitchen. They're making breakfast. I'm like, we're watching Last Crusade. And they're like, whoa, crazy. Let's come. What? Oh, okay. Why? It's on Netflix and Sean Connery died. And then I pouted and, like, ran, like walked pouted. away. They're like, Sean Connery died? Like, what the? They, they hadn't even gotten, like, woken up yet. Did Corey know Sean Connery? <laughs> it seems very personable. This is the one, too, where he crashes the plane. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I got, about five years ago, Harrison Ford was flying a single-man plane, and he crashed. And that was popular on the internet, because his line is, fly, yes, land, no. Yeah, I, I vividly remember the memes of, like, a picture of the plane crash, where it's like, I guess he really doesn't know how to land. Yeah. <laughs> they took that from real life. Yep. So good. Yeah, man, that, I, I can't say anything bad about that film. It's, it's truly great. You get to see it like it, it it i wish i'd seen it earlier it moves like the, the the amount of different locations that this movie takes place in is stunning like you we get what three four in in raiders yeah i guess I you mean... get the, like the like the college and then you get he goes to like siberia or whatever to meet up with her they all go to egypt mm-hmm. and then that's kind of it the rest of it all kind of in this, you're in Venice, you're in Berlin, you're in the United States for a little bit. Like, you're all over the fucking map in this. So that's, you know, love that shit, too. Also, major step up from Temple of Doom. I People love the trilogy. Great. Wonderful. Temple of Doom is disgusting, and I hate it. <laughs> I thought about watching Temple before oh. I watched Crusade, just to, like, not miss anything. It's also a prequel, which makes yeah. no damn sense. It doesn't have to be, but they decided to make it one. Yeah, they, they do some they do some weird, disgusting choices in that movie. I and decided I to not watch Temple. Did I miss anything? A little bit. All right. You, you have to watch it eventually. I mean, I mean if you've seen right. one and three, and, Fair you, enough. and yeah. Crystal Skull, I, I have assumed... seen... I, yeah, my order of watching this was one, four, three... And eventually two. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you're watched in a very strange order. No wonder you like oh, this I movie know. so much, comparatively. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was Joe's number two. It was also my number two, so we haven't revealed your number two yet. Uh, my number two is Return of the Jedi. Oh, wow, okay. You have a number one, okay. I did, I, put it, I fucking did it. I did I, it. I had a feeling. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, again, it's one of those times where i think that the third is better than the second or the first for that matter um that's crazy to me but i understand you know what i'm i th- i think sequel might also be in my camp here do you like this more than empire maybe matt might be matt uh, shit it's a dollar in a sequel jar um i it's just gonna be me it's just gonna be buying pizza three, three bucks um yeah that's true <laughs> i think empire is the best of the original trilogy 
I would say Return of the Jedi is my personal favorite. Okay. And I'm I think New Hope's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I just. <laughs> um. Oh, Return is the is the least good of the three in my opinion. I just rewatched it for this. The acting like is not. I mean, that's it takes a dive. Not, not a, a franchise dive, known but, for its acting. No, but I know, but it's worse in this movie than New Hope and Empire. There's something about the satisfying nature of the end. I I feel like the same thing I love about like the ending of Infinity War. I don't like about the ending of Empire Strikes Back. The ending of Empire is so good. The ending of Empire is iconic. I know it is. I know it is. But I like the fact that this is a fi- is a finale. I like the fact that it ends. I is like it? the fact that we we see the good guys win the war. Period. End of discussion. They do end it with the teddy bear picnic. That's okay. what Harrison Ford said. <laughs> yep, they did. Um, yeah, not the best of choices. Yeah, it's there's a lot going on in this. It's more action packed, I feel, than the first two. It is the first one I saw of the original trilogy. Also, and when they did the '90s re-release, I saw it in theaters. Um, great moment with Darth Vader picking up the Empire, throwing it over the side. It's oh my, yeah, it's my yeah, favorite sure. Star Wars moment. It's so it's good. up there. You um, get, I mean, you get Luke coming into his own as an actual Jedi. Up to this point, he's like. I don't know if I can be a Jedi, and I'm going to train to be a Jedi, and now he just is one. So that's cool. The green lightsaber, fucking awesome. He talks to Yoda, he's just like, I'm a Jedi now, right? You're not a Jedi yet. You gotta face Vader. Oh, man. Shit. <laughs> that calls him the last of the Jedi, though, which doesn't turn out to be true. Yeah. Um, a little bit of bait and switch for the posters as a kid in the 90s. If you haven't seen Star Wars before, Yoda is on the poster and on the box, the VHS box of Return of the Jedi. He's in the movie for about three minutes. That's the one I wanted to see because I was all about Yoda. I'm like, Same. I want to see the big Yoda one. And then it turns out Empire is the big Yoda yep. one. And this was, he's... Like, the that's prequels. It? He's gone? Don't worry, the prequels came and you got to <laughs> see... All, all of the Yoda. Yeah. You got to see so much Yoda fight. Super great. Probably too much Yoda fight, if I'm being honest. No, that's Jar Jar. Too much Jar Jar. Oh, you, you're right. You're right. I misspoke. I'm sorry. But yeah, a lot of fun. The yeah, Ewoks, love them or hate them, you have them. I mean, <laughs> they they're in this movie. Honestly, I don't of, love them. Widget. One of the biggest downsides for Wicked me Widget. with this movie is the fact that the actual larger story conflict is the exact same story conflict that you get in the first one. There's a Death Star, and it's going to blow up a, a rebel base, and they have to stop that from happening. Well, that's kind of what Star Wars does. Yep. It really is. It really, really is. Uh, like it, we've got to figure out a way to do this at the eleventh hour. It's like they got the New Hope, and they were like, "We can't possibly make a a better ending than this, right?" No, I don't think so. I right, every other movie, let's have this exact ending happen. Just add more lightning to this one. Yeah. I wish I could go back and like watch Star Wars in theaters when they first came out because me too. I think New Hope is boring to me because. Star Wars was such a pop culturally relevant thing, and then you see New Hope as a kid, and you're waiting for like cool lightsaber fights and, and cool stuff to happen, and it kind of it's kind of draggy. The lightsaber <laughs> fight in New Hope might be the worst lightsaber fight ever. Considering if you, in the in the lexicon of Star Wars, you have that amazing one between the same two guys in Revenge of the Sith. That's true. <laughs> and then the very next movie, according to the timeline, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That is a that is a pretty amazing lightsaber fight for as bad as the prequel trilogy was. I can, was say, I can say nothing bad about Star Wars the original. 
And I won't. Uh, all right, so we got Return of the Jedi as Corey's number two. Correct. That was my three, and it was your four? It was my five. Five, okay. It was my five. So I already said my number two. So, Joe, it's up to you to reveal your number one. My number one. I'm hoping that, Matt, yours is the same, because I know Corey's isn't. Yeah, I know. We know what Corey's yeah, yeah. is. Uh, my number one movie is Logan. Yes, yeah, my number one. All right, my the veto never came up. I'm very happy right, about this. Cool. Yes, Logan was so close to being on my list, so close. But I had complete and utter faith that you were both going to have it on there. So I was like, fair I'm, enough. I, I, your I, bet. Yeah, I, 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 that's what things would have had to shift down and around and all over the place, and Lampoons would have gotten knocked off. That's fair. This is why we check Ranker, because it was Are not you? my original okay, top yeah, yeah. five. <laughs> really? I don't think of it as a threequel, but then I saw, then seeing it on a list, yeah. thinking, holy crap, Logan's the third in the series of works. It's the third Wolverine movie, yes. and it completes the arc so perfectly. Joe, I'm not going to tramp on your spotlight here. Oh, fine. Go ahead. It's my number when, one also, though. When we decided we were doing this topic, I was like, okay, Logan's one. What are the other four spots going Amazing. to? Amazing. So this movie's incredible. It is. It's, it's, if it gets pulled, if it... If madness happens and it winds up there, I'm not going to even consider debating it being number one. Well, it should be. Madness is going to happen. Madness is <laughs> going to happen. Guaranteed going to happen. For sure. Um, it's, the, it's the Wolverine Swan song. This movie is... is the, the actual... So excellent. The literal ending of this movie is one of the most impassioned moments in any comic book movie. Sure. Ever. Um, him burying Professor X is heart-wrenching this movie is sad like it is, it is so sad from start to finish and like you keep it's beautiful it is beautiful but like you keep wanting to like you keep hanging on and keep watching like i, I just want I to feel give like, wolverine a hug yeah i feel like i keep watching because i'm waiting for the moment for everything to turn around and for things to start getting better and it never happens and it almost drives the plot forward how how much you're rooting for this guy and it's not fucking working Keep in mind, too, that X-Men oversaturated Wolverine for us. And I'm talking about strictly the movies. So this came out. Yeah. People were kind of sick of Wolverine at the time. But they said it's going to be a hard R. And everyone got really jazzed for it. Oh, and it's then, a hard R. It's a hard R. Big time. And you get that in the first five minutes. And First 30 seconds, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, he's sleeping in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. But okay. okay. And then so he's, he's slicing okay. dudes' first body scene, parts that's off. What, it's what's definitely sport. the first scene. Yeah. Definitely. Um, this movie's incredible. Again, I told the story on our other show, but I saw this movie during the day. I was sick, and uh, I went to... I was feeling a little bit better. I had movie pass at the time, decided to go see a, a matinee of it. It was the only one in the theater. I was sitting in the front row with my feet up on the bar, and I had tears streaming down my face, and I was clapping. It's something I never do at a movie, but there's nobody there because so I couldn't annoy anybody. And I was saying, this is amazing. This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It's a Western. It is... The, the acting performances given by Patrick Stewart, the girl whose name escapes me at the time. The kid? The kid, yeah. Um, Is it Daphne Keene? Is that her name? Maybe. Sounds she, right. I find a lot of child actors annoying. She she knocks it out of the park for me. She She's perfect for the role. Um, yeah, Daphne Keene. I also think that the, the way that this movie was written and designed leans into the shortcomings of child actors a lot of the times. Sure. Like, child actors are really bad at delivering lines. Like, one of the yeah. biggest things that annoys me when I watch movies with child actors is that they can't deliver lines effectively. So how do they get around that? Don't give her a ton of words. 
and she's also in the movie for like a good chunk of it. Oh, like yeah. if you look at uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, the kid actors in <laughs> that movie, some of the worst shit you'll ever it's see. Not good. And, uh, but uh, you, but you're thinking like oh, at least they're only going to be in it for like yeah <laughs> for like five minutes tops. But yes, this movie is incredible. If you like the song "Hurt" by Johnny Cash, someone did a YouTube uh, montage of oh, scenes yeah. from that movie set to that song. It was in the trailer. Very beautiful yeah. thing. Was that the actual trailer? It was the trailer. Been, yeah. The actual trailer had the so song good. in it. They um they re-released this in black and white to give it like the Logan Noir. Yeah. Logan I yeah feel to it it's it's the only movie i feel that has a superhero in it but is also an art film yes Mm -hmm. which is crazy to think about but they pulled it off magnificently they did i'd have to do some more research on it but i think someone did a study of movies where they took the dialogue out they took all the all those lines out of the movie and you just kind of watch the movie based on their uh, physical acting and I think the top two, like he, he did it for like five of them. He put them all in black and white. And like the top two were Raiders and Logan. Like that's what people like said. You don't need any spoken words in this at all to know what's going on. I wonder if the people knew those movies going into it though. I like I, that's such a hard thing. That's true. You'd have to like. Wipe You'd have it to from like. Yeah, it have to be like again double blind study where. You have to have Professor X wipe your mind clean. Yeah. Right. And then watch it. Yeah, that's a, another great aspect of the movie. Is the most powerful brain in the universe has a mental illness yeah. how do you cope with that and oh it's it's done in such a great way and there's a lack of mutants in it which kind of like makes it better i feel mm-hmm. because i don't know logan's kind of is finally dying after all these years he's slowly dying and uh after having watched every person that he's ever cared about die yes and i mean they don't overtly tell you that professor x's brain is what caused the tragedy that they keep referencing but, but it's they, the thing you can pick up but they heavily imply it yeah and it's like it you know which is a slap in the face in the comics a little bit but yeah sure. whatever it's it uh it fits it, fit, it fits the mold for the story and uh yeah can't say enough about logan love yeah, logan love it so glad it's your number one joe and but like i understand why it doesn't make your top five yeah. it doesn't necessarily lend to a threequel it, re- it really doesn't no, like no, you don't you don't some people was... don't think of it as a threequel obviously yeah. yeah this is this is the exact it, especially it because is... the first two are so bad yeah well the first one's terrible this is exactly it's the exact same situation with event with with infinity war the exact same situation when you look at it as like a body of work in a franchise it comes so late in the when you think of X-Men, it comes so late. Sure. But, in reality, it is the third Wolverine movie. So I totally get it. So that's both of your number twos. That's both of our number, number ones. ones. So I'm the last number one to yeah, go. Yeah, Corey, talk to us about Ocean's 13. I <laughs> fucking love this movie. I love heist movies. I love the Ocean series. I think that this is one of the best rebounds. If... If last if Last Crusade isn't the biggest rebound from a bad second movie, Ocean's Thirteen is. A lot of people like Temple of Doom, so you don't have to include exactly. Last Crusade. In that. So like, I'm in the minority there. So I, fucking, I've never seen it. Ocean's Twelve. I've gone back and have grown to really appreciate Ocean's Twelve, but by comparison, it is the it is far and away the worst in the in the series. Twelve's bad. I don't well, like it. Things I remember about Ocean's Twelve has got a French guy in it. Yeah, so he's also in that's it. what I remember. He's about in thirteen, it. is he? Yeah, Good yeah. But if him. you don't like, if you don't like twelve, you forget. Or you, yeah, if you don't like twelve, you forget that he's in it for thirteen. We well, don't forget that he's in it. It's revealed that there's a character in it. 
No, what I'm saying is like if you only watch twelve once and like you're like, oh, that movie's shitty. I'm you don't have about it. you don't have to see twelve to appreciate thirteen. You don't. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, fucking, I it's so good. It is the best rebound movie of all times. I <laughs> absolutely. Well, a lot of bold claims tonight, Corey. I don't care. I <laughs> wish there was a basketball movie I could reference where somebody gets a lot of rebounds, but you can't now. No. Um. One, I mean, I person in my personal opinion, the best villain that we get in the oceans franchise absolutely 100 um, percent. one of the best is... villains one of, one of the most underrated villains i yeah. will say in movie history yeah uh al pacino mr bank yeah crushes this role um the oceans movies are always a little bit of a weird like in a, this weird space where they're like superstar like team-ups it's like let's see how many incredible actors we can fit on screen and see how it works and it fucking works with Ocean's Eleven, and it works again really, really well with Ocean's Thirteen. Have you seen the original Ocean's Eleven? I've not seen the original Ocean's Eleven. All right, so the cool backstory behind Ocean's Eleven is everyone knows the plot where it's a casino heist. Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin, one of the two, plays Danny Ocean. Mm-hmm. So it was shot in Vegas. They were all performing in Vegas, like during that time, like during the day, like lounge shows. So they film the movie at night. It's a train wreck. Weren't they all like really drunk? Yes, and all they drugs? do all day is drink. <laughs> and then they go to try to film the movie at night and it didn't go over nearly as well. It is a great remake, Ocean's Eleven. Mm. Outstanding. Love the way the characters come together. It's, it's, I think 13 is a little bit better than 11 because 11 does set the groundwork, but in 13 it's like, oh wow, they went after one of our own. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. And they go back into the casino. The same reason Rocky 5 doesn't work because they took Rocky out of the out of the ring. In Ocean's 12, they, they take the ocean out of the casino. They take they, they take, take the, the ocean crew out of the casino. Yeah, out, of, out of the honestly out of the heist game. They're not they're not really pulling any heist they're they're trying to like survive like they're trying to to, to steal to survive yeah it's strange it really is it's a weird it's a weird choice you, in this you get a heist you get a really complex heist you get a heist that doesn't only benefit the people pulling the heist off which i think is a really cool way of of pulling this off they're like how the hell are you gonna steal 500 billion like half a billion dollars in a night no we're not gonna have it all oh my god everybody's gonna like that's such a cool idea yeah, it's 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 so good. That, I haven't seen it in so long. I have to. I should rewatch it. It's on. It's on Netflix. I love Al Pacino in this too because we're at the point in Al Pacino's career where he's off the fucking walls with everything he does, and he's a lot more grounded in this. Yeah. It's kind of like if Michael Corleone just decided to go into the casino game full time, he would be this guy. He's fucking scary. It's yeah. <laughs> it's it's really good, man. Um, there are I, a couple lines that Al Pacino has in this movie that I will never be able to figure out what. Like, what he says? Not what he says, but like why that makes sense. At one point, when like when uh Danny and yeah, when Danny goes to offer him the Billy Martin like right out the gate, yeah, he's like, oh, the Billy Martin. I should let you know if you come at me, I'm gonna come at you fast. And I slice like a goddamn hammer. I'm like, hammers don't slice. What the fuck are you talking about? It sounds gangster and cool, so yeah. it works. Yeah, I guess, but like <laughs> somebody I... in a writing room was like, no, he's gonna slice like a hammer. He's not gonna slice like a like a sword or a katana. Oh, I said a that's fucking stupid, hammer. stupid, <laughs> bro. Well, again, if you think about it, if a, if a hammer can perform a slice, it's probably really fucking painful. Where a katana will go right through your arm. Like, yes, it will hurt, but at least it'll be quick. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's I mean, probably what you're right. going for there. Fair enough. Um, we'll read into it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I I like the ending. Um, Saul coming back and playing all the seats at that blackjack. Like, it's I like just... to play all the seats. 
<laughs> I'd like to raise the minimum and play all the seeds. There are six other dudes at that I table know. with you. How pissed are they right now? Ah, uh, the Gilroy. <laughs> the Gilroy. <laughs> the nose plays. Yeah, I I went I like for a while there. I was watching all these movies a lot, um, and I started like researching like the the terminology and seeing if any of them like were based on anything. The answer is no. No. But it's it's super fun to like try to figure out where they came up with it. So like Ella Fitzgerald is a performer. She's an entertainer. So you need the biggest Ella Fitzgerald ever. You need somebody who can like command a room and get sure. everybody to look at him, which is what um the not the old guy. What's his name? Saul. Oh, that is Saul. So who has the heart attack? Rupert. Rup yeah, Reuben. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Saul, right? Like yeah. In the moment of truth, when everybody's, like, about to go back to work, he, like, pulls all the attention away. So, like... Oh, Saul has the fake heart attack. Ru Ruben, Ruben yes. has a real heart attack in the third. I, was it a heart attack, or was it kind of just like a... Like first. an angina? Yeah, it was, it was weird. What, in 13? I don't... I don't yeah, I just kind of remember it collapses. The, he says it's a, mo it's a major cardial infarction, okay. or whatever, okay. whatever the word is. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I love this movie. I watched it... There was a series. Of, there was like a, a series of months when I was in college where I would turn it on every night to go to sleep. I didn't watch all of it, but it put me right to bed. I had seen it so many times, it put me to bed every night. I, yeah, I really. I'll keep bantering George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Their banter is good. I'm their gonna have a good is, night. Their banter <laughs> is better in Ocean's Eleven than Thirteen. Well, sure. Well, it's a better. It's better in Eleven. It's them it's like original. coming together, yeah. and like Thirteen, it's old hat by then, but still, sure. it still works. It but, still works yeah. for sure. The first time you do it, it's going to be the best. Yeah, usually. But there are also moments in in Thirteen where it doesn't it doesn't come off as smooth and crisp as it did in Eleven. One quick story I will tell about this doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, but at my local public library, they have a pretty extensive. DVD and Blu-ray collection, and they have the three of these movies on DVD, three in a row, one copy each, and because of it's alphabetized, it goes Ocean's 11, Ocean's 13, Ocean's 12, it annoys the crap out of me, and I move every, it every, time. every time I go in there, I do move it, and every time I come back in, which is, I usually go to the library but once a week, uh, it is fixed, <laughs> so somebody reads their section very well, and... <laughs> I'm trying to think, do they actually... You were a monster to that person. <laughs> do, they, do they spell it, or do they put the they, numbers? They, they spell it. They spell it they out. They do spell it out? Yes, okay. they do. I was going to say, because if it's the numbers, then it would They should have used the numbers. Yeah, I thought they had. No, they don't. Okay. And it's it's like that, and it bothers the crap. <laughs> so, we're done with our five movies, right? We are done we are with our five. We're about to enter into madness. Can I say there's something on that like missed all of our list that I'm really surprised about? Um, It might be the one I was going to veto. What is the one you were going to veto? Well... To answer that with a trivia question what is the only movie sequel to win best picture at the academy awards is that the good the bad and the ugly no that again that was dicey with me for three cool okay three cool to win the best the academy award for best picture mm -hmm. oh is it return of the king yes oh. i would have vetoed There's that no shit way that was making so damn fast mm -hmm. I love I like the movie, but no, it was, uh, I think it's a it's a decent movie, but it wouldn't have made my list. I like Lord of the Rings, fine. It's it's yeah, it's, it's good. But I, two, I'm gonna watch Two Towers before oh I watch God, Return of the King. Oh my God, so much! It's so long. It drags. And it has eight different endings. Sorry, Mitch. I'm gonna rail against this. Yeah, thanks, thanks for listening to our podcast, so Mitch. So hard, but 
yeah, I'm glad it wasn't on anyone's list. I was like, oh man, I couldn't wait. I had it in the back of my head. I'm like, someone's going to say this and I'm going to slap that I had that a veto, feeling that so might have been one damn. you were considering. I'm like, you're definitely not going to have to worry with me. Good. I don't think Corey's going to put it on either. Yeah. I'm good. really surprised that the the end of the fistful of dollars wouldn't, uh, wouldn't make anybody's list. That one bubbled for me. That was almost five. Uh, I was swapping that with that Rocky Three. Good, Bad, and the Ugly is the third one, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's Fistful of Dollars but I, but uh, for a few dollars more, and then the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I can't tell, and Clint Eastwood screwed me up on this, because I always thought it was the same character. It's it, not, apparently. It's, uh, well, Cor- he doesn't have a name. That's the thing. It's Man with No Name. According to him, it's three separate stories. That's why I did not yeah. consider it a threequel. They do call him Joe in the first one, which is a Fistful of Dollars. And it is referred to as the Man with No Name trilogy. Yeah. So I, if the argument certainly can be made, not by me. Yeah. Fair enough. No, that's fair. Yeah, it almost made my list. Yeah, I mean it's it's such it's it's a great movie, but yeah. Uh, bubble movies, guys. Yeah, bubble. Uh, yeah. Other than Good, Bad, and the Ugly, my other bubble movie was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It is not a particularly good movie. Oh yeah, right. That I is a enjoy good movie. It. Sure. I just enjoy it. My first bubble we already went to was Rocky Three, and my second one was Mission Impossible Three. I have a feeling that would be close for you. I like Mission Impossible 3 a lot. It's like, in my opinion, the first really good Mission Impossible. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is the best villain of the franchise. I mean, the so. first one's really good. The first one's good. It's a really solid, good movie. Uh, the third one's like, takes it to a new level. Fair enough. After 2 was yeah. shit. It takes it to ridiculous. That also has the benefit of following 2, which is a... Hey, man, if kind of a crap pie. works for this yeah. list. Yeah. No, it's fair. <laughs> I, I'm not going to fault you. It's a good movie. Uh, obviously... Good, bad, and the ugly. And then my other bubble was Thor Ragnarok. I feel like that movie keeps bubbling for me, but doesn't quite ever make it on my list. Thought that was going to make your list. I had trouble doing any uh, MCU. I really did. I think it's it's kind of a Logan situation for me, where Ragnarok is so much better than the other two, that it elevates it. Yeah. To me, just appreciating Thor, I got a, got a good movie, finally. Uh, what movies did you guys rewatch for this? I know you watched uh, Last, Crusade. Last Crusade. The only thing I watched for this was Last Crusade. Okay, the one I watched for this was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Because uh, I love that movie. People consider it the best Nightmare on Elm Street movie. And it, Second best. It was like Halloween time, so I'm like, all right, let me, let me, let me put this one on. It has like the best like surpri- Freddy yeah. kills in it. So. I'm yeah, surprised nobody the, talked about John best. Wick. What's the, what's the best? John Wick was on my list here. My I actually list. like the original just because it is the original. You get introduced to a character. I always feel like, I obviously I watched them all in short succession when I got into horror. Sure. But um, and like the first time you get to see and meet a movie monster or a movie like a horror villain is like the most powerful and meaningful. Like I go into a Friday the 13th knowing I'm gonna what I'm gonna see. That's a Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sorry. Okay, it's all right. Um, the only caveat it is Friday the 13th. The only caveat to that is it's like a different style Freddy Krueger than the first one and the subsequent sequels. Oh, I agree. Because he's more of a monster in the first one, and then two on just turns into dark comedies, man. Yeah. He's, he's the funniest guy on screen. Yeah. <laughs> he leans into that. Uh, I watched um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. And... That's a good one. It's so good. Uh, it's on my list. Die Hard it with is. a Vengeance, Once Upon a Time, and uh, Last Crusade were the ones I watched. Wanted to throw on Prisoner of Azkaban, just didn't get around to it. Just didn't have time. Yeah, and no, I made my side list too. Also, Austin Powers Gold Member. <laughs> That's the worst Austin Powers. A true. I like Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Yeah, I mean, so do I. But <laughs> eh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, John Wick Three, which he, which you said. Um, Did yeah. he do all three of them? Like following the bonds. 
Who? Are we, what are we talking about? Well, Austin Powers, because like Goldfinger. Well, it's International Man of Mysteries, the first one. Yeah, 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 but Goldfinger is the, the third, third Bond movie. This is Goldmember. Right. Probably had something to do with but it. But number two is The Spy Who Shagged Me, which is, is The Spy Who Loved Me. The Spy Who Loved Me. The Spy Who Loved Me, which is, yeah, So later. three is the only one that kind of lines okay. up. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, so we have revealed our individual top five list. Now we start the madness portion of our show. And if you listen to our other episodes, you already know how this goes. But the madness portion of our show is we simply pick out of a bag. So we're going to pick... <laughs> five random movies five random movies out of the bag uh we will order it um tbd tbd uh we will see but the out of the bag is is kind of what we're going to go with here that will that will determine the five that will make our our final five list in no particular order after we have selected the five movies then we will have a little bit of a debate I think it's going to be a, kind of a friendly debate tonight. Seems that way. <laughs> Regarding our, our top five lists. So uh, here we go. Do, I will do, pass the bag to you guys. I'm going to make mention... the hole a little smaller than last time because it was wide open the first time. I don't want you guys to look in. Do you want to mention the veto and the protect? Um. Yeah, I guess so. Since we are, I did mention at the top of the show that I had a movie ready to go with my veto. Um, at the start of the show, we each wrote down one of the movies from our list as our protection so we put that in our sleeve um that you can't see and we <laughs> not, not the sleeves of our shirts yeah it's, it's, it's too complicated yeah to it's, it's, it's it's a card sleeve pretty much and um so those are the movies that we um everyone has an option to veto a movie uh, if, it, if it comes up if the movie you choose to veto is one of our protections then it cannot be vetoed and that person loses their veto we all get one veto we all get one protection yep pretty much i don't know if there's going to be any vetoes tonight i really don't think I so i think the odds are low so Probably we low. shall see guys if you want to do the honors i'm just going to continue to write yeah, sure it's fine. I'm okay. about that enjoy the crisp asmr You can give a good shake at the beginning, too. Oh, he's just going <laughs> to get his hand in there and mix them around. Oh, it's a blue. Joe's number four. Joe Gold four. Goldfinger. Goldfinger, okay. Take it again. Corey four. That would be Infinity War. It would indeed. You know what? I'm going to use my veto. Yep. <laughs> Is that your protect? It's not. Okay, right, I'm gonna use my veto. I will pick another one. Yeah. Yep. That that's a that's a fair use of a veto. I just don't think it has a freakwell. I'm saying I love the movie, but. <laughs> Corey two. Even better. Turn the Jedi made everybody's I mean, list. I imagine no one's gonna have an issue with that one. <laughs> movie number three. Well, not in third in order, but. Third you movie know. picked. Yeah, yeah, third movie picked. Good. Matt's number three. That was Toy Story 3, right on. Okay, wow. alright. Guys, if we happen to get a 1 through 5... That would be funny. That would we, be funny. Would we... Just a 1 and a 5. Just couldn't, wit- couldn't reach the chip, sorry. Could be. Which number 1? Corey number 5. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's Can Christmas Vacation. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, I kind of want to veto that one. <laughs> is, it, is it protected? <laughs> Are you vetoing it? Like... Yeah, I guess you have to make an official uh, challenge here, Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna veto it. Go ahead and take a look at my uh, sleeve, please. <laughs> All right, good. Core good protected you. in five. Bold, bold. I'm, I'm not even gonna check it. I believe. You. I mean, I'm gonna check it for 
I mean, yeah, yeah. Just officially, yeah, but I no. believe you. Detected is yeah. five. Okay. Wow. I had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> All right, that means National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is in. We have one selection yep. left. That's amazing. That has, that's a first in the history of this it show. Mass number five. Which was uh, Return of the Jedi, so that's already on the list. All right, oh, so okay. get rid of that one. <laughs> There's a very, very real possibility, guys. We can guys. get somebody's number one. I really hope Logan gets picked. Yeah, I'm really also <laughs> hoping Logan gets on. Oh, my God. You guys are so lucky. Joe's number one. <laughs> yes. Woo. Uh, there was a real possibility that Logan didn't make a top five list at National Vacation <laughs> did. That's, a real, the, that's the madness. There was a real possibility there. Yeah. All right, so this is going to be really easy. I think. All right. Well, let me just okay. throw out what yeah, we yeah. got so far. So selected in no From, particular order. Well, I guess the order they were selected. All right. So we right. got. I assumed you write it down that way. No, I just check off oh, okay, next to you, next to your well, name. Then just do it. You do whatever. Okay. Yeah. So National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Goldfinger, Return of the Jedi, Logan, up and Toy Story Three. Well, I know what the top two should be. So I think Logan should be number one. Toy Story Three should be number two. No, I think Return of the Jedi should be number yeah, assume, two. Just some Jedi, because we all have Jedi. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, so you didn't have Logan, but it was both of our number ones. It would, but, it, but, it had, but had I decided not to be pedantic and put a comedy at my number five, Logan probably would have been my number one. Okay, so okay. you're cool with Logan. I'm cool with Logan right, being so number one. That, that is easy. So and I'm assuming Jedi's going to be two. Yeah, Return Jedi of the was Jedi yeah. should be number two. And that was my two. So I that's... just wrote Red Eye. Uh, <laughs> that's a much worse movie. It's got Cillian Murphy in it. There's I like it. Has, uh, uh, I've never, Adams too. I've never yeah. seen the movie, actually. I just assumed I wouldn't Are like they on it. a plane? Yeah, it's a cheap yeah. thriller, man. It's like 90 minutes. It's like perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. Pre-Movie Pass. That's a weird choice. Well, it was many years before movie yeah, pass, wasn't right. it? All right, so then our, we got for three through five, it is Toy Story three, yeah. which Goldfinger, is your number three, and uh, Goldfinger, which is your number four, and yeah. Christmas Vacation, Vacation which, which is, is number five. Four is number five. <laughs> so, so it kind of orders itself. It does, but I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to step in here and defend my number five. Is I think I'd rather watch I'd rather watch National Lampoon's Vacation than Goldfinger. I can't, I can't say that in good conscience. <laughs> I've seen national. I've watched National Vacation, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation every year. So I've, I've seen it over thirty times. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not a big Bond guy. I've seen Goldfinger once. I'm accepting the fact that Goldfinger is going to be number five. Don't so worry. that means. So <laughs> can I put Toy Story three at number three? I would say that that's a fair statement. Yeah. That's... Okay. We will go with that. So then Goldfinger will, will be, be number, number five. five. Yep. And then and number, number four. four is Christmas Vacation. It made it, and it's not the last one on the list. I am like, <laughs> struggling here. I knew on my list there was only one movie that I really had to be concerned with getting vetoed, and it was that one. I don't think any of my other movies... Infinity War got vetoed, but I had to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It did get vetoed. <laughs> we were yeah, just but... digging for Logan. <laughs> that's what I tried to do. Yeah. It worked the... out. It did work out. At the same time, I was just like, if Infinity War gets knocked out... That's fine. It's hard to even argue that it's a threequel in the first place. But, but Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Joe, do you want to reveal your protection? Uh, I didn't really care, so I just put Logan down as a protection. Okay, I put Logan down as my protection as well. Because I thought there might have been some fight of whether or not it was I a thought Corey might have, yeah. might have argued against it. Because the other... I know Star Wars isn't getting vetoed. I know Last Crusade isn't getting vetoed. 
I was like, do I care enough about Rocky Three and Goldfinger making the list? Rocky Three probably would have been what I what I had vetoed. It's that's funny, fair. it's on my bubble. Mm-hmm. I might have vetoed. Yeah, that's awesome. fair. <laughs> it kind of depended on what what types of things came out. Like um, it makes my list, but I'm okay with it not making I, the list. The only the only downside to my particular protection in this situation is that had you vetoed it, yeah. I would have had one more chance for Ocean's Thirteen to have made the list. Now, when you said, Joe, I kind of want to veto yeah. this. Did you have a feeling Corey yes, protected it? I did. And did that, like, in your mind say, you know what? Maybe well, I won't use my veto well, it, here. it was his reaction after I said <laughs> I kind of want to veto this. He's like, are you vetoing it? <laughs> are you? Are you? And now, but at, at that point, if I hold on to my veto, what else am I going to veto? True. No. I So with the nature of the list. Yeah, yeah. So with the more broad topic with many different movies, yeah. if you might have that veto in the back you of your mind. took a stab at it. Yeah. Mm, That's sure. all sometimes you do. Corey, well played with the veto. I just... I was... Yeah. Very well played. I'm yeah. very excited that it finally happened. All right. Let's just clean up shop here, yeah. and I will reveal the definitive top five movie threequels of all time, which are starting with number five, Goldfinger. Number four, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Number three, Toy Story 3. Number two, Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. And the number one greatest movie threequel of all time, Logan. Hell yeah. Based on the three of us in a room. Based on, based on science, Corey. Based on science, and now everyone must acknowledge this. Based on science. Can you run through the list one more time? Prayer. Uh, <laughs> Logan, num- Logan Return. Logan Return of the Jedi, Toy Story 3, Christmas Vacation, and Goldfinger. Is that for Pam? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not for anybody else. <laughs> uh, you think I have friends, guys? Come on. A couple in this room. That's true. <laughs> uh, and then Goldfinger. Okay. We did it. So that concludes this episode of 5 Movie Madness, FM Squared. Um, insert social media here. It's 5moviemadness at gmail.com and at 5moviemadness on Twitter. And both of those use the number 5. And Edit it in post. <laughs> Maybe. Put it in post, probably. And our next episode will be Top 5 Sean Connery Movies presented by host Joe. So we're all looking forward to that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. I mean, that was... Months ago. <laughs> Probably months ago. It was definitely at least weeks ago. Yeah. It's not really as relevant now, but sure. I think that's a great use of at least. Very good use of at least. Um, I did a lot of prep for hosting this, except for how to end the show, so I'm just going to end it with a simple good night, everybody. Bye. I like it. I like it.